Hello and welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Savannah. And I am Brian. And we are so excited to be back because we are now picking up back on our Clone Wars series. So today we're going to be talking about the second half of season four. Um, If you missed our previous episode, we like answered a bunch of bunch of fan questions and then right before that show is when we talked about the first half of season four so go back two episodes if you're a little off track um but yeah we actually have another fan question to ask on the show today before we get started on our clone wars discussion and i'm really excited to talk about this so um this girl named gabby messaged me on instagram and gabby and i actually went to community college together and we had some classes together but we didn't really like know each other super well when we were in classes together but now we're friends online and she listens to our podcast and she is really into film and it's awesome so yeah it's cool so Gabby sent me a question and I kind of answered it in our Instagram chat, but <gasps> I thought this would be really cool to answer on the show because I think a lot of people have the same exact question. Okay. So here's what, what she said. Gabby said, hi, Savannah. I want to expand my knowledge of the Star Wars universe, but I don't know where to start. I can quote every movie slash show every beat of the soundtrack, and every behind-the-scenes interview with George Lucas, but when it comes to knowing who the side characters are, where they come from, etc., I'm totally lost. During your last podcast, when Brian was talking about Qui-Gon's journey, that was something I knew nothing about until you both shared about it. I'm just curious how to begin diving in. Thanks. Great question. I love this question. Yeah. So, Brian, what are your initial thoughts when you hear that? Uh, One... That's awesome. Thanks for uh, thanks for the question, first and foremost. Also, well done. Because most people, I feel like nowadays, like, no, I know what it is. Yeah, totally. Like, you you don't? So it's cool that someone's like, hey, where do I go? Because, um, yeah. man, you are in for a ride. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this makes me, it makes me very happy. But it also begs the question, um, canon or EU? Because... They're both amazing. That. Okay, explain so explain that if people don't know what that means. Yes. So, Gabby, before Disney bought uh, Star Wars, there was something called the expanded universe, the EU, and it was anything outside of the movies. Okay, and there were hundreds of books and comics and all kinds of stuff that George Lucas himself never considered canon, ever, but we as the fans did. So you've got like Prince Chizor and Thrawn actually is from the old EU and. Uh, all kinds of crazy awesome stuff. Uh, like a majority of my Qui-Gon knowledge is from the old EU. Uh, well, once Disney bought them, they wanted to have everything fit. So they made the new canon, which everything in Star Wars, across comics, uh, even games, to the movies, to the series, to all of it, it now all connects. So and if they kind of wiped the slate clean. They did. The- with yes, the EU. They exactly. Just said, "Hey, we recognize this exists, but we're gonna create new content. So enjoy yes. it. But in our minds, it's not really gonna be real. Exactly. <laughs> it is now legends. Um. So when you hear legends novels, that's what they're talking about. Uh, it doesn't make it any less awesome, in my opinion. But just keep in mind that if you want to learn more about the story as is, you want to go to the new canon." Because that is actually considered Star Wars fact. Whereas if you're going to go into the old EU, uh, a majority of it, unless it's contradictory, I still accept as fact uh, until proven otherwise. 
but there's some great stuff. So I guess we will. We should probably start with the canon recommendations. Can I pause real quick and we'll come back to your book recommendations? Yeah, of course. So because I'm not a reader, I kind of want to chime in about how I learn about (laughs) other things because I don't really read books. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Gabby. Hopefully you read books because you'll be much better off than I am. I read books. Um, But I really use Wikipedia. Ooh, good one. Good one. That's like a, I I think it's basically, it's like Wikipedia, but it's for Star Wars. But I think the entries are made by fans. So some of it might not be 100% accurate, but a lot of it is. And you can just gather so much information there. And uh, I like using Wikipedia if I'm like watching Star Wars and I see a background character and I'm like, ooh, who is that? And I like try to go find them and I learn their story. Um, or if there's characters that are really well known, like if you were to go on there and look up Qui-Gon, you'd probably find all the information about his canon life and his story from the EU. Also true. So, so yeah, so Wikipedia is great if you're like listening a to a, oh. yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. If you're like listening to a podcast of ours and we quickly mention a character that you're not familiar with, you know, you can like go to Wikipedia real quick or pause the show and go to Wikipedia and then look it up and have all the information you need. Um, another thing that people are using now, which I feel like is kind of new, um, is YouTube. There are several YouTube channels out there that just dive into different parts of Star Wars lore and yep. kind of discuss it and give you all the little tidbits and facts that you need. So if you're a visual person, that might be good, something good for you. Um, and then lastly, I think you're on the tra- right track by listening to podcasts because I learned so much about Star Wars through podcasts and hearing other people talk about things. Um, like, Charlotte and Caitlin from Sky Talkers, they talk about the sequel trilogy a lot. So if you mm-hmm. are a little more unfamiliar with the sequel trilogy, you know, their show might be great to really inform you about um, about those characters and their lives and, you know, the, the novelizations as well. They do like book reviews and stuff. So anyways, that's kind of what I do. And then now Brian has an amazing list of book recommendations for you. <laughs> yeah, well, I you know what? That's a great point. I didn't think about that. Um, Wikipedia is the the quickest way to go about it because then you're getting all of the information from the book, but you don't have to read the book. Um, So if that's your jam, then uh, you've got a friend here. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah, No, actually that makes a lot. (laughs) It reminds me. So when I was in high school, uh, I was very into uh, anime. I mean, still am, but I watched Naruto. It's one of my favorites uh, at the time. And I remember every day after school, I would just go to Wikipedia and read every page of every character and it was like Johnny Five from Short Circuit, just like input. Uh, so you can do that at Wikipedia with Star Wars characters. And it'll be like, oh, this person went to this planet. You can click on that planet. Here's everything about that planet, characters that have been there. I recommend the Qui-Gon Wikipedia page. It's got some good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so, yes, that being said, uh, as far as recommendations, for the canon, currently as stands is, uh, I would recommend the Darth Vader comic series, if you're into comics, the 2017 line. If you are looking into books, Lords of the Sith is my favorite. Um, Lost Stars is great by Claudia Gray. Tarkin is surprisingly awesome. Uh, that was one that I was like, really? Do I really do I want to learn about Tarkin? Like, who cares about Tarkin? Uh, I do now, because the book is crazy. <laughs> uh, Leia, Princess of Alderaan is awesome. I second uh, that one. I've read that one. <laughs> yep, you've read that one. We found the one. Um, <laughs> um, 
there are I would say honestly, by and large, the new canon, with the exception of maybe I mean, I'll be generous and say four to five books, they're all awesome. And then the four to five is like, oh god. There's some and Gabby, <laughs> Gabby mentioned that she really likes Ahsoka. So oh, the Ahsoka if you're an Ahsoka awesome. fan, definitely read the Ahsoka book. Um, yes. That don't, gives you... Don't listen to the audiobook. Um, because why there's... Why would you say that? Here's why. I think Ashley was amazing, but I also know there's a family with the last name of Farty. And it's... So what? Go listen well, to the audiobook. Ashley say... Epstein narrates <laughs> it, and it's like, I mean, it's like Ahsoka's telling yes. you her own story. It's a, it is it is and I but love yes, that. But yes, there's little kids called farties. But if you're Fart-ies. twelve, if if you're twelve years old, like I am, and you want to hear Ahsoka say farty a lot, Gabby is a grown woman go. who is very refined and sophisticated, and I'm you know sure what? she would not be laughing. If Gabby likes a good laugh, she can find it. I loved Ahsoka, and I thought the audiobook was awesome. I also know that I was cracking up like an idiot when the little farty girl runs out into the street. That is lasered into my brain now. So, just, okay. just I'm just saying I would have appreciated the warning, uh, and I didn't get one. So, little farty girl, mm. Savannah, that's a thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. but yeah, books, <laughs> comments, books, yeah. Yeah. YouTube channels, Wikipedia podcasts. I mean, there's so much out there, um, and I think it might be a good idea, Brian, if you and I even like compile a list of podcasts because I think if you're yeah. New to the Star Wars podcasting world, it's hard to maybe figure out or find where, you know, who who even does podcasts in the realm of Star Wars. So it's we true. could even share a list of that. Uh, there's so many out there, like Ooh. literally so many. Databank Discussions is oh, a yes. real good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't want to brag, but uh, Claire Stribling has a show called Databank Discussions on the Imperial Senate feed where mm-hmm. they pick a character and do a deep dive into everything about it. It's um, so educational. It's so good. Um, so check that out. Brian um, was on one of the episodes. I was. <laughs> Guess which one. Um, so, Qui-Gon! Uh, wow, it's like the Sega tone for a minute. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, if you want to go into the old EU, which is stuff that is no longer considered canon but still awesome, my favorite Star Wars book of all time is Darth Plagueis. Cannot recommend That's that one enough. That's sitting on my kitchen counter right now. Sean just bought it, and he's going to read it soon. I'm so excited. Oh, it's so I good. I can see it right now. So good. Right, yeah. Read that one. You know what? That's my recommendation. Read Darth Plagueis. It's the best Star Wars book. Um, there's also a series called the Jedi Apprentice series. Um, they're tiny, tiny little books. They're like less than 100 pages, um, depending on what size you get. Uh, that's the Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan series that I love so much. The Young Jedi Knight series by Kevin J. Anderson is awesome. It's really, really good. Uh, yeah, I would recommend those for the old EU. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Yeah. Um, I just love that yeah. question because I've it's heard a great that question, question from other people before. Like I've had a few people say, oh, I was listening to your podcast. And they, they're Star Wars fans for sure, but they might be a little more casual into Star Wars fandom. Sure. And might not spend the rest of their time reading about Star Wars like, What's that like? crazy people like us do. <laughs> um, and they were like, oh, I heard you talking about something, but what is that? I'm not sure what that is. And I forget that we have an audience full of people who are, you know, nitpicky into Star Wars and then some people that are a little more casual into Star Wars. And so sometimes I easily forget, like, what do most people know and what do only a few people know? <laughs> yeah, so, that's true. Um, that's true. 
if you're looking to learn more about Star Wars, like there's just so much out there. There is. So there is. Go check out all those recommendations we just gave you. <laughs> yeah. And you, another thing I think you should do is join the Dorky Diva Facebook group. I'm yes. Plug. <laughs> plug. 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 Yes. Yeah. Dorky Diva Facebook group. It's a secret. Yeah. It's a secret group. Um, but I think that's a great place, too, if you have questions like this, to ask them in a group situation and have all sorts of people chime in because everyone... True. Even though we're all Star Wars fans, we're all so different and we're yep. all into very different things. So like I said, I would recommend Wikipedia, but Brian would recommend the books. So we have two different perspectives. Somebody else out there might have another perspective that we didn't even consider. Um, so if you're listening to this and you're not in our Facebook group... You should definitely join, and it's just a great place to ask questions, talk with people, share whatever you're working on, and it's like a family. Yeah. Read the Ahsoka book. It's really good. Yeah, it is. I was just thinking about it more, and I'm like, oh, it's got some really good stuff. Let's talk about Ahsoka now. Let's talk about Ahsoka now. Okay. Segway. We're getting into (laughs) second half of season four of Clone Wars. Um, Yep. We left off last time on episode 11. And yes. technically, w- technically, that is part of the first half of season four. But we stopped there because this episode was the beginning of a, th- a three-part arc. It's and true. I was like, mm, I don't want to do that. Gets confusing. Mm, better so, not. There yeah. are like a few arcs in the back half of season four that are intense. <laughs> you right. And I rewatched these episodes kind of around the Christmas break and I have a really bad memory so if I already I've already forgotten some of the stuff, but I forgot like Obi-Wan shaves his head and like becomes a different person. <laughs> yeah, in that some was of these a thing. Episodes and everything. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, it's going to get a little crazy. But It is. The first episode that we're talking about today is Kidnapped. And I like to say this is the first part of the Slaves of the Republic arc. That's just my yeah, I agree with that. name for it. <clears throat> I like it. But in this episode, um, we have Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka. And they go to this planet uh, called Kiros. And there's supposedly a colony of Togrutans, which is the same species as Ahsoka. Hopefully mm-hmm. I'm saying that right. Yep. Um, there's a species of, or there's a colony of Togrutans that live in this colony, and Obi Wan and Ahsoka and Anna can go there to find these people. They're nowhere to be found, and they're just like, "What the heck is going on?" And they're traveling through the planet, and they end up meeting this guy named Darts Dinar. And Darts Dinar asks Obi Wan to join him to talk about surrender negotiations because obviously the people of Kiros are being held captive because they're nowhere to be found. Um, this is like one of my favorite arcs. I know I say that really? every time we do a show. I really yeah. do. <laughs> you do. It's true. But um, I think this is such a cool story. So this arc was actually based on a comic series that Henry Gilroy wrote. And it originally took place right after the Clone Wars movie. Uh, so Ahsoka oh. was really young. Yeah. And, you know, Anakin had jedi armor still on his outfit and she was very snippy still very immature um there was a very different ending to the series uh than they have in the show and this is interesting i learned this earlier today um darts dinar in the comic series his villain character had a different name but he was a basilisk which oh, is sweet. the Dex. same yeah the same species as dex from dexter's diner in episode two 
and General Pong Krell, which we just talked about from the beginning of the season. And so they mm-hmm. had to change his species because they were like, oh, we just had a guy of the same species and you know we don't want to do that again in the same season so uh dave filoni came up with the concept of the um zygerians that's what darts dinar is and they're like these coyote looking creatures i always thought they were supposed to look like cats but he said they're supposed to be coyotes and i'm like all right what yeah no those are cats i know (laughs) i think the queen looks very cat like i can see more of a coyote slash fox with some of the other characters yeah, I can. I'll I'll secede to that. Yeah, but D- days um, cats. It's a really neat arc because some of the pieces of the story reflect the original trilogy. We'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, so Darth Dinar is like Obi Wan, come up here. I want to talk to you. <laughs> and Obi Wan quickly realizes, like, oh, he is really not willing to surrender. I need to buy some time for yeah. Anakin and Ahsoka. <laughs> who are going to try and find, you know, where these people are and figure out what's going on. Um, And along the way, Anakin shares with Ahsoka about his past as a slave. And Mm -hmm. up until this point, I just assumed she knew that. I mean, they're buds. So wouldn't you think that they like know everything about each other? Um, when does that come up? You know, <laughs> it's like, what's hey, your favorite Ahsoka, color? Cool. I'm I having breakfast and I just <laughs> want you to know I was a slave. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He just was waiting for his right moment. You know, I don't know. I just feel like they were, I feel like they would be super close and know everything about each other, but obviously they don't. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, Relatable. <laughs> which uh, this arc, it, it really like shows Anakin's journey and how he still holds on to his past as a slave Mm -hmm. and basically um at the end of this episode Anakin is like meeting up with Darts Dinar and puts a lightsaber up to his neck and threatens to kill him if he doesn't say where the slaves are and Ahsoka looks at him is just like whoa whoa you cray cray like you are losing it right now Mm -hmm. um and in the behind-the-scenes featurette for this episode, I can't remember who says it. I think th- I think a few people say it's like Dave Filoni and maybe Killian Plunkett and one other person. They're like, oh, yeah, um, he totally would have killed that guy if Ahsoka wasn't there. And I was like, dang. Oh, man. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So that's kind of scary. Um, I specifically remember watching this episode for the first time with my brother because we were like, Diehard Clone Wars, Clone Wars fans, we would watch all the episodes when they premiered. We were very into the animation style and like how they would make these characters real. And I remember um, Darts Dinar is fighting Obi Wan in one of these episodes. I can't remember if it was this first it, one or if it was oh, later it's this on. one. It's this one. one. <laughs> he throws and him a around. little piece, a little piece of Obi Wan's hair falls in front of his forehead, and Chase and I, my brother and I flipped out like (laughs) jumped off the couch because this was such a big moment because previously hair hadn't really moved a whole lot in the clone wars like that was a really big deal a really big deal that's so Um, funny like anytime more fabric came into the show we would freak out and this one it was like a little piece of hair just like slowly fell in front of his face and we (laughs) lost it isn't that so funny? Oh, my God. That's hilarious. I mean, they did have like a wood puppet kind of hair yeah. before this. And, oh, man. You had a hot callus moment before it was cool. 
pretty much. That's so funny. And it wasn't even <laughs> him being hot. It was just like, oh my God, they're able to do this now. <laughs> just hair. Hair. Yeah. It was so weird. Like, what nerds? That's awesome. I like this scene a lot because uh, it shows how physically tough Obi-Wan is. Mm-hmm. You know, because you don't see Jedi get into fist fights very much. Yeah. And he just gets ragdolled this whole time. And he's yeah. like, have you but found the bomb yet? But he does it on purpose, too, I think. Oh, yeah, he, absolutely. That's why when he's allowed to fight, then he goes, all right, no more games. Yeah. But the fact that he can take that level of beating and, you know, just wondering, have you found all the bombs yet? He's like, mm-hmm. no, there's still, like, like 17. He goes, oh, God, thrown mm-hmm. across the room. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just like it. I like it, too. I, I like everything about this arc. And um, I think it's Dartsonar has these bird like creatures they look very much like the bird at the end of ahsoka versus vader in rebels the convoy the convoy yes and uh they're so cute i love them i agree but that's that's pretty much the first episode the next one has so much going on in it (laughs) yeah the next one is the inspiration for avatar (laughs) what you know, the Avatar, because they ride those giant flying things. I've only seen Avatar once, and it was when that movie came out, and I don't remember any of it. Avatar is the only movie I've ever fallen asleep in the theater to. I hate that movie. Fun fact. It's beautiful and stunning, but man, I fell asleep in the theater. Yeah. But anyway, you know the the, the Pandora thing at I Disney? I you now. You ride I, on I've actually things. never even seen Pandora. Isn't that sad? Me neither. But I know a lot about it. <laughs> Which is, I'm trying to make a reference here. <laughs> Sorry. I'll let you make it. Yeah, Pandora. Yeah, okay. it's like, it's like the, oh, forget it. Gotcha. Why, why am I even here? <laughs> we got to snort, guys. We got it. <laughs> uh, everyone, Brian secretly hates me. We fight it's true. every time we do a show. We it's just true. act like friends on I air. am legally obligated to be here. <laughs> I made him sign a contract. He's <laughs> legally bound. Oh, I laughed to cover the tears. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> Yeah, we uh we're cordial okay. now, which is good. Um, we get that out before we press record. Um, oh but yeah, we, they go <laughs> they go uh, I can't even <laughs> pretend. <laughs> Uh, okay so the second and middle part of this arc is called slaves of the republic which is mm-hmm. where i got my handy dandy title from oh um, <laughs> i'm seeing the thread so now um they understand that the Tegrudens are on zagiria so anakin obi-wan ahsoka and now rex get on this ship that they obtain from darts dinar and they go to zagiria and Obi-Wan and Rex team up, and they go to try and find the kidnapped Togruton people. And then Anakin and Ahsoka team up, and they decide they're going to go to the Zygerian Queen. The best part is that Ahsoka is disguised as a slave. <laughs> she is. And Anakin is disguised as, like, her master slash keeper, whatever you, yeah. Yeah, whatever you want to call guy. it. <laughs> yeah, and, and Rex and Obi-Wan are also in disguise, which is really funny uh, because Rex really doesn't, you know, you don't see him outside of his regular armor, like, ever. That's true. <laughs> so it's, true. it's pretty funny. Um, and Ahsoka's wearing a very pretty outfit in this episode. I really like this outfit. Oh. Much better than what was in the comic. I don't know if you've ever seen that, Brian. I have not. Ooh, don't look it up. Do not. Oh, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Oh, my God. 
Ahsoka are you seriously? Sli- yeah, one hundred percent. Oh, it's so bad. And <laughs> remember, this, this was her. Show. This was her at her youngest point that we've seen her. Oh no, it's gonna be scandalous, comic. isn't it? It's bad. Yeah. Let's see, Ahsoka slave outfit. Maybe. Oh, this is so bad. Don't oh, do no. it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it, guys. Here we go. Dun 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 dun. Going to image. Oh. It's bad. Oh no. Yeah. First off, uh, don't Google this. <laughs> yeah. And don't go to images because you'll get images of other things that you shouldn't. But oh no, that's uh. It's it's like that's a, a tube top. Line and like a tube bottom, <laughs> and yeah, like a it's, piece of string huh. connecting them. That <laughs> I mean, good. this this was definitely a choice, um, that the artist made. Huh. Yeah, yeah and when uh, Dave Filoni put the show, put her slave outfit in the show, he was like, "Yeah, we are not doing that." It's no like, way. like, huh? I mean, it's, it's obviously trying, trying to be, to be inspired. Yeah, it's tr- it's, it's obviously trying to be inspired by Leia's slave outfit. Like, there's a few sort of. But she's also fourteen. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the problem here. This is a child. <laughs> yeah. I oh no, yeah it's a. Uh, mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, nope. moving on. Her yeah, outfit th- that she actually it. gets in the episode is gorgeous, though. It's like this teal-colored, um, like, skirt with a top that kind of shows her midriff a little bit, but it's not too bad. Um, and she wears this, like, really pretty jeweled headdress. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> she looks like she could be a princess from another planet instead of I, a slave on this one. I think she was supposed to be disguised as like a princess that was enslaved. I think that's the intention. Oh, yes. yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. It's cool though. I love that color. That's like my favorite color. So, um, yeah. Anyways, it's cool. We just, we just went on okay. a whole journey. Yeah, we did. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Oh okay. boy. Oh boy. Th- just thank you, Dave Filoni for giving her some coverings because, if they had done the original yeah. outfit in the show, I would have had some words. Because you know, yeah, I don't that would have like been that. weird. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, <laughs> would have gone on another tangent. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, anyway. um, Anakin and Ahsoka go to see the Queen, and the Queen decides to take Ahsoka as her new slave. It's just so funny too because Ahsoka and Anakin are like playing these roles, and she's like unhand me you brigand and he like (laughs) says something back to her and it's just so funny um but anakin is like oh no this is my gift to you mistress like take her yeah new slave let's get Um, a little familiar shall we yeah like anakin and this queen have this sort of like flirtatious um not intentionally for let not like how am I trying to say this? Not like Anakin was actually into her. He's just trying to seduce her to get her on his team. You know, he's By not seducing actually like, her. Not like that. <laughs> I mean, he, he doesn't still plan loves to Padme. do anything. Yes, absolutely. But he's playing the moves. Yeah. He's like know? purposely doing things, but not to be romantic. It's to make her think he's romantic. Right. By seducing her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Brian, you're 12. Um, (laughs) So Uh. then she's like, oh, Anakin, you should come with me to the slave auction tonight and be my right hand man. Um, So then Ahsoka is basically put in like this giant cage that's dangling over the side of the building that they're in. And 
there's a Zygerian guard watching her. And at one point, she does this little force move with her fingers. and like She does. Th- kind of throws him off the building, but he just slips a little bit and catches himself and climbs back up. And I think that's really interesting because... I like it. Did she mean to kill him or... Just spook him a little bit. Just scaring him a little. <laughs> you know, if she meant to kill him, she could have thrown him off. I know. She was just like a, when you brake check somebody who's talking like, in the back seat. I'm just going to scare you a little. <laughs> yeah, just a tiny little bit. Yeah. Um, And then during this time, Obi-Wan and Rex end up finding where all the slaves are being kept, and they go to the slave pits. Yeah. Slave pits. The main attraction. Pits. <laughs> <laughs> and they end up finding the guy, like, the king, or I think he's actually the governor of Kiros. Um, he's like this very frail, old, Togruten man. Um, and they're trying to help him. But the Zygerians end up finding Obi-Wan and torture him to find out who he is. Because they're like, obviously, you're not a Togruten. You're not supposed to be here. You're not a Zygerian either. So who the heck are you? Guilty. Um, yeah. And someone recognizes Obi-Wan from his meeting with Darts Dinar in the last episode. Yep. So things don't go so well for them. Nope. And they get like electro whipped like crazy. That's true. That's true. And they do get electro whipped like crazy. By the way, how cool are those electro whips? They're pretty awesome. They are pretty awesome. And the fact that it takes like nine to subdue Anakin is pretty awesome as well. Yeah. I think if I. How am I trying to say this? I think if I was a Star Wars character, like my mm-hmm. own Star Wars character. Uh-huh. I would basically be like a Star Wars Indiana Jones, and I would have one of those light whips. I'm glad you went that direction instead of a slaver. Oh, God. No, That's I what I was going to say. Oof. We've seen your dark side on this show before. I don't know what Ryan, you're capable of on. anymore. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Uh, I've seen the truth. Yeah. <laughs> you always make it sound like I'm this horrible person. I mean... This is a cry for help, everyone. Quick, before you take... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Indiana Jones. I could see it. <laughs> okay, moving on. You didn't even appreciate that. <laughs> of course, I just... Help. <laughs> okay. I apologized so, at the top of the show, so oh I'm man. not doing it again. <laughs> OMG. Okay. Yep. So, I'm trying to remember where I was. Indiana um, Jones whips are cool. Yeah, and I was talking about how like they're whipping Obi-Wan. and Anyways, okay. So now the queen orders Anakin to whip Obi-Wan to like see if he's actually on her team. Obviously, he's not going to do it. Obviously. Um, and this this part is so cool. It's so Return of the Jedi, Luke on the skiff, and just like saving the day, lightsaber pops out of R2-D2's dome, you know, all that stuff. That literally uh, happens. Yeah. Literally happens. R2 is off to the side, and he's been keeping Anakin's lightsaber all this time. He pops it out. They take care of business, but then they really don't take care of business. Yeah. <laughs> they plan they to, and it doesn't go well. Yep, that's true. Doesn't go well. So... Um, Ahsoka remains like locked up and Obi-Wan Rex and then the Togruten King guy end up going to the, um, Zygerian like 
I don't know really what you would call this. Coliseum. Okay. I just wanted to say Coliseum. Okay. We're going to call it that. <laughs> um, it's this place on Cadaver where they're keeping all the other Togrutans. It's kind of like a jail, it's a, but it's a not, pen. Not really. Yeah. They're just being held there. Yeah. Not a Coliseum. It's a pen. It's a pen. Like, like P. P-E-N? Pen. 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 It's a pen. pen. It's a pen. It's a Togruta pen. Like a pig pen. It's a pig pen of Togrutas. A pig uh-huh. Togruta pen. <laughs> a Togruta pig pen. And that is the end of that episode, I believe. Sure. I think so. I so you. now we are in the last episode of the arc called Escape from Cadavo. Yeah, guys. this gets dark. <laughs> guys, I love this episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so like, they're still being held up in their pen. pen. And, you know, we're back on Zygeria. And Count Dooku pays a visit to the Zygerians. Interesting. And he is supposed to um, take care of business here. Yep. Um, I'm trying to remember what all happens. I know Anakin is still trying to win her over, but he basically, like, kind of gets in her brain and was like oh you're a slave of dooku you are a slave of the separatists but you have slaves so how does that work and he's just like playing little mind games over here yep um she's like oh anakin you're so making sense yeah Hmm." and dooku's like we had a deal sindel yeah and uh doesn't go that well it doesn't go that well um Mm -hmm. in the meantime anakin frees ahsoka and then he has R2-D2, and they're trying to figure out where Obi-Wan and Rex are because they don't know. They all got split up. Um, and then this part is not good. Nope. Um, nope, nope, nope. Uh, Count Dooku kills the queen. He does. He does. Force chokes her to death. Yep, real bad. Mm. And then as she's dying... She's giving Anakin his lightsaber and kind of tells him where Obi-Wan and Rex are. But then she's like dying in his arms and she says um, basically that he was right and that he's a, she's a slave. But then she also says, just as you are. Because during their conversation, she basically says that he is a slave to the Jedi because of all yep. these rules and regulations and he has to live a very strict life and... I you know, I that. don't agree with that because he <laughs> makes a choice, you yep. know. He could leave, right? So Oh, uh, yeah. He yeah. could leave. Yeah. He he did almost leave in the Obi-Wan and Anakin comic, which is canon. But he Ooh. like yes, he could leave, but he also is the chosen one. So it's like yeah. he can, but if he did, the whole galaxy loses, so it's kind of... I mean, down. they lose anyways, so... That's true. He's in he a rough spot. Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a, just for, like, 35 years. It's, please. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. easy and quick. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. It's an interesting dynamic, though, that she brings that up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. She's just like, oh, it's like, it sounds like you're a slave. I'm not a slave. I'm in charge here. And then she's like, yeah. actually, I am a slave. Yeah. And you Goodbye. are, too. That's right. Oh, man. But then... But then... Guess who comes to save the day? Mace Windu. Nope. Yoda. My man. Ki-Adi-Mundi. Commander Wolf. <laughs> oh, Commander Wolf. Yeah, that's who it is. I knew that. Yeah. 
So Plo Koon and the wolf pack, including Warthog, the pilot, who now has his phase two helmet. Can we get a shout out? Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Um, phase she, two. Yeah, they come to save the day. They have the jetpacks on. It's so freaking awesome. And the like prison cell thing that everybody in is, is, is it in a ship? I can't remember. It's like the the wolf pack has to go up in there and get them and bring them down because they have jetpacks and safely put them on the ground like the Togrutans mm-hmm. couldn't just leave the facility and i can't remember if it was like over a cliff or if it was on a ship or something but yes whatever they're suspended in the air somehow i can't remember the what jetpacks the were required on. yeah so the the wolf pack literally had to go up there and get them mm-hmm. um and save the day and it was all okay yeah. <laughs> uh, I love this arc. There's a whole lot more to say, but I kind of forgot like It's a good one. the details. It's a it's a good arc. Yeah. Yep. The next one though. The next one is when stuff starts getting for realsies. I hate this next episode. <laughs> but it's got your favorite character in it. So, for people that uh haven't caught up yet, uh Savannah's favorite Clone there. Wars character is Zero the Hut, and her second favorite Clone Wars character is Lux Bonteri. I'm gonna throw up on you. <laughs> I mean, try it. <laughs> now you're in charge of talking about this episode, so take Done. that. So, welcome to the Dorky Dude Show, everyone. Uh, this episode is entitled "Whatever," and a it friend has in need. A friend in need, which is a friend indeed. Um, they, uh, so Lux shows back up to, uh, Savannah's delight and we find out that he may or may not be an idiot because he joined with a terrorist group, the Death Watch. And he's like, no, Ahsoka, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it because this is a good idea. And Ahsoka's like, "Mm, don't know about that. And yeah, that's, that's this episode. (laughs) Lux is with Death Watch. Okay. Well, the cool part is that Death Watch actually comes back. Yep. That's is true. Is this the episode where Previs is like, you want to know how I got this scar? Um, sure. I think it is. I can't remember. Um, I'm going to say this yes. This is also the episode where Ahsoka kills like four people at once, right? Is that this one? Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. Yeah, where she like does like a triple backflip, lands in the circle, and just kills them all. Yeah, I yeah, think that's yep. this episode. You're right, because this episode ends with him being like, I probably shouldn't have aligned with terrorists. And Ahsoka's yeah. like, yeah, dum-dum. Yeah, yeah, it's annoying, though, because they try to act like that he is her, she is her, his betrothed, and oh, yeah. he, like, kisses her, and it's just gross. I, I hate I it. I hate it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You know yeah. what? And this episode would be so amazing if it didn't have Lux in it. Because I love everything else about it. Yeah. 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 What, what do you what do you yeah. think? I agree. I don't I don't really like Lux. I hate him. But, I but love I, the Death Watch though. <laughs> I don't have a, a a deep hatred like somebody here. You wanna know why um, I hate Lux? I would love to know why he you hate Lux. He is the Star Wars Justin Bieber. Ooh. Like old Justin Bieber, not new well, Justin Bieber who has a wife. Oh yeah, the one that pees old in buckets. Old Justin Bieber, with oh, the swoopy no. hair. Oh yeah, the baby, old swoopy. Baby. Mm. Mm. 
Mm. If you, that's my jam. It's um, that Justin Bieber, and I don't like it. I mean, we do get a beanie in Star Wars in this episode. You know, Lux wears a beanie for all you fashionistas out there that have been like, I want to wear a beanie, but also be in universe. You Since can think when Lux were Bonteri. beanies fashionable? Uh, starting right now, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> God, man, keep up. Um, so, <laughs> so that's that's what happens in this episode. Can we just skip this one? Too late. We already went through it. Wait, this is the one where he murders that princess girl, right? Trila, is that her name? I don't remember. I don't know. Where Death Watch meets with this like other village and I whatnot. I think so because she's like, Ahsoka, save my people. Yeah, there you go. Wow, it's very dramatic. Impression. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's a thing that happens in this. Mm-hmm. And Ahsoka's like, mm. They're like burning buildings and just. Yeah, they light the mayhem. whole place up. But yeah. I love it. I thought that was so cool. I wish I had pulled up my uh, my 14 year old blogs again because. Um, I know. What happened here? <laughs> I I know I definitely like them setting those buildings on fire. <laughs> That's true. That's true. She's like, innocent people died? Savannah's in. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it real quick. Oh, my goodness. This will take a minute, so you keep Good. talking. Yeah, so everyone, uh, this is an episode of The Clone Wars. And, yeah, I I don't know. I don't have an opinion on Lux, really. Like, I just don't care about him. Like, I don't like the Heroes on Both Sides episode, and that's a Lux episode, you know? Do you not like him because, like we previously talked about, they try to make it sound like the Separatists are good? Uh, Or do you just not like him because you don't like him? Um, I do not like the idea that the Separatists are good. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm just not down with that. Uh, But I just don't like him. Like, I don't care. Like, what is he? He's just getting in the way. We're in the middle of a massive conflict in the Clone Wars. And mm-hmm. he's like, hey, I'm going to just show up and make Ahsoka almost get killed by Death Watch for what? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's just ancillary. So I'm looking to see if I reviewed this episode. Um, oh, I have a, I have a blog post titled The End of the Clone Wars? Question mark. Oh, no. <laughs> Sad. Guess what? Oh, Not question have... mark. We know it's back. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, Do you have a, a uh, season four, episode 14 blog post? Does mini Savannah have thoughts? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Because I'll cut this out because it's mini Savannah uh, has a lot of thoughts about a lot of things. Did mini Savannah like Lux? No, no. Oh, no. I actually made Uh-oh. fan art. Of how much I hated him. I made this picture that people could use on the Star Wars forum that I was on of Lux's face with a big no sign over it. Oh, I found it. I have it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Let me open it. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Welcome to the next episode of Tiny Savannah. Here we go. Um... Oh, okay. I said, first off, wow, that episode will be remembered. I'm still trying to decide if I liked it or not. <laughs> All of the Lux and Ahsoka stuff in the beginning make me wanted to make made me want to gag. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really liked uh, Bo-Katan. Let's see. Moving on to Lux and Ahsoka. Ah, I hate oh Lux so freaking much. Can you tell? Jeez, his ridiculous accent and pathetic wishy-washy actions are annoying. I couldn't stand the fact that he and Ahsoka were a quote couple unquote throughout the story when ahsoka said that he was 
that she was his betrothed, I screamed in horror, no! And then they kissed? Ugh. Rather than festering <laughs> all of my time on this dumb subject, I'm going to move right along. But let it be known that I hate Lux with a passion, and Ahsoka is crazy for liking him. Oh, my God. But other than that, I gave it an 8 out of 10. And I said, overall, I'd rate this episode 8 (laughs) out of 10 because, excluding the Lexoka crap, I really enjoyed this episode, and it left me speechless. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know what? I think Tiny Savannah might be my favorite Savannah. She's just a crazy, crazy person. That is seriously hashtag no filter. It is. It is. The original hashtag no filter is Tiny Savannah. That's wow. hysterical. You don't My hold any punches. Hurts from laughing. I I love that this was a blog post. Like Oh yeah. And <laughs> let me tell you how many reviews it or it got nine hundred and seventy five views. Nine hundred and seventy five views. Jeez. Like this wasn't and like a comments. secret journal you had. No, like, this was the on the internet. <laughs> it is no longer on the internet, so you will not find it. But oh at God, one point it so was. <laughs> 975 people read about my hatred for Luxoka. That's but so yeah, cool. I had made a really funny graphic of Lux's face with the big no sign over it. And all the girls on my Star Wars forum used it as like their cover photo for a week. Look at <laughs> you, you little, you little trendsetter. <laughs> Jeez. All right, we're going to move on. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Whew, the so, next episode is Bald Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> getting right to the point yeah so the next episode is the beginning of an arc i love this arc it's so weird but it's also so great um and they introduce mm-hmm. some new characters so this first episode is called deception i don't even know what i would call this arc maybe i would just call it like the reiko hardeen arc the the undercover obi-wan oh, arc yeah that would work that's what i would call it that's what good i always one. think of good one Thanks. So um, after like a big Jedi Council meeting, Obi-Wan and Anakin and Ahsoka are walking through the streets of Corazon and a sniper ends up shooting at them. So Obi-Wan is like, what the heck is going on? They're like trying to hide. And they find out that the assassin is a bounty hunter named Reiko Hardeen. Mm-hmm. And he kills Obi-Wan. Shoots him right in the chest. Kills Obi-Wan, guys. Obi-Wan Off is a building. dead. Dun-dun. <laughs> but he's not really. So it's an, it's an imposter Obi-Wan we've grown to love. <laughs> turns out that this was all a plan devised by Obi-Wan, Yoda, and Mace Windu. I don't think Anakin knew about this. So no, Anakin he did not. and Ahsoka had no idea what was going on. They literally thought he died. They even had a funeral for him. It was really sad. They did. And... Then they did this crazy, um, weird, like, facial transformation on Obi-Wan so that he could go undercover as Reiko Hardeen. Yep. Guys. I don't like it. This was so weird. I like it. I like it. It's weird, but I like it. Um, They shaved Obi-Wan's face, so no beard, no hair. I don't even think he had eyebrows. No, they got rid of those. Who needs them? Got rid of his eyebrows. And then they injected his face with uh, stuff. (laughs) (laughs) With stuff. (laughs) And his face changed. And it made him look like Rekha Hardin, which is crazy. And they even gave him a different voice and everything. Yep. Nuts. Um, (laughs) It's so weird. (laughs) I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It's It's... 
I don't know. I don't. It's too weird. And I love when Star Wars gets weird. This one was like facial reconstruction temporary for a syringe, and he's what is happening? It's weird, but somehow I'm able to go along with it and just like joke about it, and I'm okay with it. Oh yeah, I agree. No, like twenty minutes in, I'm like, oh, that's actually Obi Wan, guys. Like, I know yeah. he doesn't look or sound like him, but that's him. Yeah. But at first, I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Is this is this what we're doing? Yeah. So yeah. so Anakin and Ahsoka still don't know what's going on. And yep. they're supposed to track down Rekha Hardeen and arrest him and take him to the Republic jail. They don't know that it's actually Obi-Wan. So yep. they take him to jail. And Rekha, I'm just going to call him Rekha Hardeen. Even though it's Obi-Wan, I'm just going to call him Rekha Hardeen because it's easier for me to do that. Okay. Um, he ends up meeting up with this other inmate named Moralo Eval, who I hate. Your favorite. <laughs> He's like a monkey slash transformer i don't even know he's like a, he's like a gorilla monster golem yeah thing. and he talks in the third person which i can't stand Evil <laughs> is very mysterious like he's just on point <laughs> you know Listen, my impressions we, are just somebody somebody needs to like isolate these impressions and just be like what's the dorky diva show and then just play your zero impression yeah it'll just be a reel of my impressions yes that's what we need. That's Someone what we need. do that. <laughs> yeah, let's figure this out. Um, here's the best part, though. Moralo Eval's cellmate is my beloved husband, Cad Bane. That's true. And Cad Bane is like, Mm-mm, I don't want to be friends with this new guy. Back off. He don't trust him. He don't trust him. Um, and Which, it's fair. so crazy. We see like all these different characters that we know in the jail. And there's different. Um, this is where we see the different Carcadons, which is the same species as Rift Hampson from the first true. arc of season four. Yep. And someone stabs one of them in the hand, I think. And he lets out this big roar. Yep. It. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. And Boba Fett's in this. Yep, Boba Fett's there. And I think is Bosk there too, or? I believe so. Yep, in the cafeteria. I think so, yeah. I think he's in the cafeteria. Um, yeah, I think that's this episode. But uh, Cad Bane actually stages a breakout, and they have Boba Fett start a fight with Rego Hardeen. And then they try to get away. And that's the first episode. Yep. So that's deception. And then we're moving on to friends and enemies. There's a lot of friendly episodes in this season. Yeah. <laughs> friend in need, friends and enemies, brothers. Interesting choices of slaves for season four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All synonymous. Uh, <laughs> uh, <yep>. Revenge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got a sibling. <laughs> so oh not far off. Um. <laughs> oh man! Oh my gosh! So yep. this episode is called "Friends and Enemies," and yep. now Rico Hardeen and Cad Bane and Morello Evolve have broken out. They yep. stole a ship, and now they go on a little shopping trip. <laughs> yeah, as you do. Get new outfits, and Cad Bane puts the hat of my other husband on his head. Yeah, he does. He has an Indiana Jones hat, puts it on his head, puts it down, picks up a different hat, which is okay because he really can't pull off that look, even though he's gorgeous. And (laughs) he got a different hat. So Cad Bane's famous hat is gone. He's got a new hat. I think I like it a little more than the first hat. Don't tell anyone I said that. Oh, 
And I'm telling everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the next best thing happens. Cad Bane is gonna stab this guy. He's there's like a Rodian that owns this little store pawn shop thing that they're in, and um, Cad Bane grabs him and pushes him against the wall and puts this toothpick that he's been playing with in his teeth and shoves it up against the Rodian's chin. Yeah, he holds him up with a toothpick. What a badass. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my new weapon so of much. choice. I love how he tortures people. <laughs> I, Guys, these are red flags that I brought up earlier. I just want this noted. If Cad Bane and I were a real couple, we would just torture the galaxy. Yep. And then I'll be the crazy guy on the box being like, I told you so. <laughs> Nobody listened. I just want people to know in real life I'm really a nice person. <laughs> Not true. Not true at all. Nope. Nope, this is the truth. Brian, help me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, no, she's actually uh the 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 the, the best. Um, I send presents to people and tell them good morning and ask how they are and and it's all like veiled threats. You know, like I hope oh you have a good morning cuz it'd be bad if the rest of the day wasn't good. Oh my God. <laughs> She'll send you like half of a stuffed toy. People probably think I'm a monster. <laughs> I'm just going to keep feeding this oh story that you're just like god awful. <laughs> this is actually a cry for help. <laughs> Guys, I am kidding. I just need to. <laughs> this is a day and age where people might take me seriously and don't ever do that. <laughs> I'm gonna, let's go on record here. 99% of the things I say, this includes things in person. Don't believe them. <laughs> it's always a bit. <laughs> Celebration's coming up. We're probably going to meet. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just got to lay the groundwork first. <laughs> We're going to make that a special announcement and play it all over the place. It should. Be like, everyone, I apologize for Brian. Now let's have a good time. At Celebration, <laughs> I'm just going to have to screen all of your conversations with everyone. And before you talk to a human being, I'll, be ha I'll have to speak to them first and be like, look, whatever he's about to say to you, don't take it seriously. Just laugh it off. Exactly. Leave exactly. it alone. That's, that's <laughs> all he's trying to do is get a laugh. <laughs> I will. I, I, Monique can tell everyone uh, through, through rolled eyes, I will commit to a bit. Always. Mm -hmm. And I make jokes that basically nobody's going to get. So... Savannah is awful, but not in the way you think. I'm um, awfully awesome. Awfully. <clears throat> Cad Bane has a toothpick. <laughs> People probably think we drink before we do this. You Guys, don't? we both had a bowl of cereal before we started recording. You didn't put booze in your cereal? No. No? Oh. Huh. Mm, okay, moving on. <laughs> so, Cad Bane sends Rekha Hardeen to go buy them a new ship while him and Morello Evol are trying to figure out, like, where they can get some weapons. Mm -hmm. And after that deal is over, Cad Bane abandons Rekha Hardeen. <sighs> of course he did. Darn. But mm. I love him. So, <laughs> <laughs> so now... Like, Rekha Hardin calls Yoda and makes windows like, yo, it's me. I'm undercover and I need help. And, you know, they left me here, blah, blah, blah. So um, they, sent him a, they sent him some money to get a new ship. What a cool group of people, guys. They're just like, sure, right? we'll send you some money. Yeah. Um, They're <laughs> not all bad. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I told you it's in the mail. 
And then, so then Rika Harding catches up to Morello Evol and Cad Bane, who are pissed. And, yep. Yep, um, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and he, like, gives them their new ship, and then they kind of, like, get along for a little bit, but Cad Bane still doesn't trust them. Um, I'm trying to think of whatever, what else happens. So, um, so now, like, when do Anakin and Ahsoka learn about this? Uh, when they catch him, the, cause they catch Hardeen and then, uh. They fight, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, and Obi-Wan, like, whispers it to him. He's like, no, you gotta let me go. And he's like, what? 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 I remember this now. Okay, so I think this is where Cad Bane says a line to Ahsoka that just threw me over the moon. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> um. So okay, after Rika Hardeen joins up with Morello Evol and Cad Bane again, then I think he, um, Anakin and Ahsoka are like talking with the Jedi. They're sent to go after these like bad guys they don't know that it's obi-wan yet and like you said they catch up they fight you're totally right um that's when anakin realizes you're right there we go thank you (laughs) anakin realizes that that's actually obi-wan but the best part is that uh cad bang gets away (laughs) he looks at ahsoka and says something like I guess we're just going to have to dance another time, little lady. That's not his exact words. He basically says something about dancing. He says, little lady. In my mind, I'm thinking of dancing with Cad Bane now. <laughs> You're like, I'm a little lady. I'm uh, a little lady. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes, it's true. It's true. It's just such a great line. Um, and I think that's I think that's where it ends. And then I think um, Anakin and Ahsoka are told by the Jedi Council, like, hey, yeah. That's actually him. Mm-hmm. Um, then the next episode is called The Box, and I love this episode as well. It's, it's a good so one. Good. It's so funny. Like, it's just weird. Um, okay. So in this episode, at the beginning, it's like Count Dooku, uh, and they're on Sereno. I think that's what it's called. Sereno, Sereno, something like that. Sereno's where Count Dooku's from. That's where he's from. And... Cad Bane, Morrell Rekha Hardeen, and then a bunch of other bounty hunters are there. And they are told uh, by Morrell Evol to go through this life versus death challenge called the box. It's like an obstacle course almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was designed by Morrell Evol. Yep, Best part is that um, one of the new bounty hunters that shows up in the beginning, is actually wearing Cad Bane's original hat. Yeah. Cad Bane wants it back, so he just shoots him in the chest and takes it. He does. Like he a does. baddie. He's the, the most Cad Bane moment in he's Clone like, Wars. He's like, that's a nice that hat right you got there. there. Yeah, he's like, oh, I like that. Yeah. I like it more. You're dead. But Embo is there. So we Embo's back. Embo. Yeah, we do. But then it's do. mostly just a bunch of new random people. Yep. Um. So... The- there's a Selkath again, which is cool. What's that? The the Knights of the Old Republic guys. Isn't there a Selkath there? Um, I don't know what that is. <sighs> oh, yes. Mantu. Mantu is a Selkath. Ah, okay, cool. Mantu. Man, that was close. I was running out of air. <laughs> 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 yeah, there's, there's, anytime there's a, a Knights of the Old Republic uh nod or reference in 
Clone Wars. I'm very excited. Yep, man, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, Kath, for Nice Old Republic. So, um, all these bounty hunters are put into this box, and they go through a giant array of challenges um, where they kind of have to work together, but also fend for themselves. It's really confusing. Um, yep. And then they get to this one level. So, people die along the way, obviously, like you're you're cutting down on the group. As and you do. there's one level where there's this really poisonous dioxide gas, but only one of the people in their group can actually survive smelling the gas. And yep. I think they find out that it's the Parwan. I think it's the Parwan. Is that, is that the squid guy? Yeah. He's cool. Yeah. But only some Parwans can breathe that gas, I think. Could be wrong. So they kind of had to like sacrifice him and say, hope you can <laughs> live through it. And he had to like go down to this tunnel and like turn the gas off or something. Um, but anyways, yeah, they just like go through all these crazy things. There's like flamethrowers and lasers and platforms that move up and down. And then they slowly drop off one by one. Um, but guess who saves the day? Enbo. My husband, Cad Bane. Cad Bane. <laughs> because Reiko Hardin is about to fall down and die, and Cad Bane saves him. That's true. That is a fact. What that a is what stand happened. Stand-up guy. Yeah, I forgive all past transgressions now. <laughs> <laughs> he literally just shot someone for a hat, but now he saved Mr. Obi-Wan Kenobi himself. Yeah, which is equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yeah. But then Obi-Wan like smashes this control bracelet that Morello Evol has. The two of them fight and then that I think that's it. I'm trying yeah. to think of what happens at the end. Um He gets away. I, I know Dooku puts like Cad Bane in charge instead yeah. of Morello Evol because he basically turned out to be a loser. Yeah. I think that was just the end. Yeah, because the whole point was to get together a team to be able to get Zero out, wasn't it? Wasn't this like a gauntlet for that? Um, was Zero involved? I think Zero's, Zero. Th- this dead. takes place. Is that doesn't this take place before that though? Like, am I getting this wrong? I feel like this was the the test to make the team to go and break Zero out. No, I think this was when um they're trying to capture the Emperor. Remember? Oh, yep, yep, yeah. that's what it's it was. It's very similar. Those episodes yep. are very similar and they look very similar. So I got confused too, but but yeah. So the next one is called Crisis on Naboo and you're right. Yes. So he was assembling a team and now Count Dooku is trying to like kidnap the chancellor and overthrow that's him. That's what it was. That's yep, yep, yep. Happening. With the yeah. hollow disguises. Exactly. So yep. yeah, okay. so Cad Bane and all these other characters, they have these hollow disguises and they're supposed to look like Senate guards. Yep. Um, but they kind of glitch out a little bit every now yeah. and then, which doesn't work out so well for them. They're um, the off-brand. Yeah. So they're on Naboo. The Chancellor is like, supposed to make this big speech. They end up capturing him. Um, but then Obi-Wan is actually able to call Mace Windu and say, yo, this is what's going on. Um, be on the lookout. And um, I know that um, the bounty hunters get away with the Chancellor because yep. – it worked for a while. And then Anakin and Mace Windu have to go after them. Yep. But they also have to be careful not to kill Obi-Wan because they know that he's Obi-Wan. Yep. No, nobody else knows he's Obi-Wan. Um, and they end up... What happened? I'm trying to remember. 
Cad Bane hears Obi Wan talking to the council over the over the comms. Oh yeah. Yep. And then I think he ends up getting rid of his disguise, right? I think at the end. No, because he's got to get like resurgeried to have it. It doesn't like. Oh, come that's off. right. That's right. Yep. I don't remember how this ends. <laughs> they they save the chancellor because they end up getting in the way, but Cad Bane escapes as he does. And I believe that's the very last time we see him. Really? Of the series? I think so. Wow. Well, I did not know that. Let me look into that. Let me check that real quick because I um, I think that's the last time we see him, which is why I've always held on to hope that he would show up in Rebels or something because, um, let's see. Yeah. That yeah. really is the last time we see him. Wow. Let's see. Yeah, I think that's the last time we see him. Interesting. So that's the last time I saw my husband. It's been a long time, guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. Yep. Real sad. But that's why I'm always hopeful that he'll pop up in like, I was hoping he'd pop up in Rebels. He could pop up in pretty much anything now. Who knows how long he lives. He's a tough guy. Yeah, it's made it through a lot of stuff, but he's out there. I know it. I can feel it in my heart. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's all that matters, really. (laughs) You know, it's a real connection. I support it. Connection, yeah. Um, Okay, moving on. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was short, but I have a really bad memory, and I can't remember exactly all the details of that episode, other than the last time we saw Campaign. Yeah, that's what matters. Mm -hmm. They've seen the episode. So now we have. um, Let's get dark. (laughs) <laughs> pretty much pretty much the final arc. Some of these episodes are a l- little disjointed, but they're all pretty dark. <laughs> so I think yep. they go together. <laughs> yep. So um, the first one is called Massacre. Aptly named. Yes. And uh, I love this because Katie Lucas is back. My woo, girl. Woo, woo. I love her. Man, I wish yeah. she would come back right now and write everything in Star Wars. Like, I love I everything she's done. It, it's so funny because I was listening to um, I was listening to a featurette that she did with Dave Filoni, Sam Witwer, and James Arnold Taylor. It was like a commentary, uh-huh. and they were talking about this episode and the next few. And she says Star Wars is tragedy probably six or seven times, and you know, Caitlin. Pleasure from Sky Talkers says that uh-huh. constantly. And she even said it the same way Caitlin says it. And it just made me laugh so hard. And then she was talking about something in the next episode. Well, I'll talk I'll talk about that when we talk about that episode next episode. Yeah. I'll, I'll mention that because it's just really funny. Um, but facts. she's great. She's great. She wrote this. God, I love her and wish she would write more Star Wars now. I agree. <laughs> I agree. So, like I mentioned before in previous episodes, she is responsible for the amazingness of Ventress's story. Yep. She wrote all the cool episodes of her kind of losing her way, being betrayed by Count Dooku, and now she is aligned with the Night Sisters. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Great stuff. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. So, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So now she goes back to see the Night Sisters on Dathomir because she was also betrayed by Savage Press. She's still lost. And Mother Talzin is like, girl, come here. Let me give you a big hug. And yeah. <laughs> she you know, welcomes her back into 
the Night Sisters. Mm-hmm. But, but Dooku is like, I haven't forgotten about you and your attempt to kill me. So he sends General Grievous to fight her on Dathomir, which is yep. crazy because this planet looks like death and it it's does. really scary. <laughs> it's so really scary. scary. Yeah. And um, a full on like battle happens. Yeah. yeah. And it's she. It's nuts. She ends up not doing so hot. If I which is the th- which is a theme now. I know. Bless with her, her. she's trying so hard. You know, she she really is trying hard, but man, she cannot win. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Oh man, but yeah. So they, a lot of this episode is them fighting and cutting back to Mother Towson. Yep. And Mother Towson ends up turning herself into like a ghost-like creature. Sp- yeah, spirit green thing it's nuts dark magic yeah yep um and she has like a lock of count Tuku's hair that she kept and she <laughs> you uses do. it to create like a ghosty voodoo version of dooku yeah it pops out of his which chest then she torments which is awesome yeah it's nuts it's so crazy it's like- Let's do this. Yeah. And it and it works. Yeah. And Jeez. so Dooku is being tortured while Grievous is fighting Ventress. Ventress isn't doing so hot, but Mother Towson's like, "Girl, I got you." Like, yeah. It's wow. true. <laughs> it's true. Oh man. But um yeah, before anything super bad can happen, uh Mother Towson like turns into smoke and vanishes. And then um then she later appears to Ventress. Um, and Ventress gets away and she's on to the next crazy part of her life. So that's Massacre. Yep. Seems so Grievous. short when we talk about it, but a lot does happen in that episode. It's true. And just like a lot of fighting. Gre- Grievous is terrifying. And that's just cutting down night sisters yeah. left and right. Yeah. He's, I think he's hardcore. I don't particularly love him in the clone wars, you know, because uh-huh. he just like gets away so much, but yeah, this episode, he was really cool. Yep. Um, okay, I let's talk agree. about the next one. I love the next episode. Let's do it. So the next one is called Bounty. And this is yep. the episode where I was saying that Katie Lucas said something really funny. So in this episode, uh, we'll get more detailed in this. But basically, um, a girl is captured and her brother has to come save her. And <laughs> she said when she, when she was working on this episode... George was like, you know, her dad was like, oh, it, it's like you and Jet, her brother... And she's like, Jet wouldn't come save me. He would not come after <laughs> he, he would send me a postcard and say, enjoy your new life. And I just thought that was so funny. I don't know. That's I just amazing. loved it. It was great. That's siblings. Great. That's siblings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's hilarious. So this episode introduced a lot, introduces a lot of new characters. So we, we yep. get our fan favorites, Boba Fett, Bosk. They're back. Asajj Ventress is back. And... Basically, when the episode starts, her life is in shambles. Like, she doesn't know what to do. She's drinking a lot on Tatooine and trying to figure out what to do. She's got an awesome new outfit, which I tried to make. I failed very much. Um, (laughs) Anyways, cool outfit. Um, And she ends up meeting up with these other two bounty hunters. Bosk is in the bar and Lats Razzie, who's a new character, which I love. And she cool. she's voiced by Claire Grant, Grant. who is the voice mm-hmm. of Seth, or who is the 
Who's the, the voice of voice. Seth Green? <laughs> who's, the, <laughs> who's the wife of Seth Green? <laughs> Which also could be said is the voice of Seth Green in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm married. Yeah. Can confirm. Yep. That's how that works. It's <laughs> so funny. It wasn't oh, a slip. Man. It was a fact. So basically, um, they I guess they need like a new partner. Ventress needs money. Um, their other partner had just been killed. And they were like, hey, girl, you should join us. Like you're down and out. You need some money. You look like a badass, join our team. So she did. Yeah. And they so meet up with did. the rest of their group, which is Dengar. Yep. Awesome. I think this is the first time we saw him in the Clone Wars. This was his first introduction. I believe so. Um, and then Boba Fett is the team leader. And then there's this droid named C-21 High Singer. I like to just call him a High Singer. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's he's pretty neat. Yeah, I so, agree. Um, like I said, this girl got captured, brother comes to save them, and they are tasked to, like, get to this girl. Yep. In short. Um, and it's really cool because their chase to get to this girl is on a train. Like, the girl's captured, I think, in a chest on this train, and they have to defeat all these bad guys on the train, get to her, save her. But the train is on this like purple crystally planet, and the train is traveling through these crystal tubes. It's very pretty, yes, and weird. <laughs> I agree. But it's neat because it's something new. Although I think actually, and I could be wrong because my memory is also that of an Alzheimer's patient. Uh, I think they were hired to protect a chest. Not knowing what was in it. Oh, I think you're right. You're so right. Yeah. And they then didn't the, know. her, then her brother is trying to get it from her, but they don't know that. So they think there's this other group trying to take the treasure they're yes. hired to guard. You are. And so then you right. find out his sister's in the chest, and That's Asajj right. got to make some decisions. That is so right. Yep. You are very right, guys. Brian's right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. One more um, time. One more time. And Brian's from the right. back. Brian's yeah. right. Yeah. I've never heard those words in real life. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a good episode. Um, but I like this episode a lot because it adds one more layer to Ventress. Yeah. You know, it's like give her a moral quandary, which now she hasn't really had one where she actually had a choice. Right. You know, because like Dooku betrayed her, so that's not really a choice to of what to do. And then Talzin is suiting her up for revenge. That's not really a... I can choose not to get revenge. Like, that's never an option right. for her. No. But here is literally like you're paid to do a job. There's a girl in here, not treasure. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know? I, I cool. like this episode a lot because all of the new characters they introduced were great characters. And Lats Razzy has this feather boa looking thing, but it's actually a weapon. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, it is and cool. High Singer is like a psychomaniac droid that just shoots everyone that comes near him. <laughs> Yep, He's awesome. Yep. All the characters were so solid, and it was really cool to see Dengar. And they did this awesome panning shot, like a like a one consistent shot on the train, um, where they didn't make any cuts, and you see all these different characters fighting the different bad guys, and it's just beautiful. It's such a good episode. Like a plus story, a plus plus animation, a plus 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 characters. Like so Agreed. good. Go watch it. Agreed. But I guess that it's that's its own art because then the next episode and the one after that are in their own little pocket. So even though they're all dark, 
um, they're not really connected. I, I, I always connect Ventress with like Savage and Maul, but then I remember, oh, well, they're not really That's true. connected. This it's, is the one that makes her a bounty hunter. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. Like, that's why yep. she became one of my favorite characters is because she just changed so much and had to make choices. And yep. we'll talk about it more next season when she comes back, but... Agreed. I just really like her a lot. She's Me too. Gabby, read Dark Disciple. Yeah. Yep. Read that. Everybody read Dark Disciple. I posted something on Twitter the other day about how right now, because it's winter and it I don't see the sun in Seattle and it's awful. Um, (laughs) my skin is really pale and translucent and and I'm usually very, very, very naturally tan. I'm not like my skin usually has a lot of color to it. So right now I look a lot of pale sickly and you can literally (laughs) see through the skin on my face it's disgusting but it's really funny because i've discovered now that i have these two big blue veins like in the (laughs) corners of my mouth that go down on my chin and i swear i look just like ventress and i'm kind of okay with it there you go i've been trying to cover it up with makeup but i'm like you know what she's cool (laughs) and i'm channeling it there you go that's all you need really yeah just commit and just I'm talk, to, talk to Sean in your Ventress voice, and I think it'll work. I think that would not work. I think it'd be so <laughs> Really, only one way to find out. I'll let you know how that goes. Cool. <laughs> um, anyways, that was so off topic. Um, Welcome to the show. All right. This episode, <laughs> this, this next one is weird. It is. So, remember last season, guys? Mother Towson showed Savage Press this crystal ball and said that he had a mysterious brother that was still alive. And boom, guess what? It was Darth Maul. What? It happened a season ago. And now we're actually getting answers. All right. Finally. Savage Press ends up going to... What planet is he on? Is he on... He's on uh, that planet, remember? Remember remember the... What the heck is this planet? Oh, I can't remember. Anyways, Savage Press goes to this planet. Stand by. Keep talking. Okay. To find his long lost brother, Darth Maul. Lotho Minor. Oh, I never would have guessed that. Okay. Yeah, me neither. Whew. That's okay. a weird one. All right. Yep. <laughs> so, um, so, Savage Press is kind of on the run because people are after him. He's trying to go find his brother. He ends up on this planet. Um, and. I think this is, is this the one where he is in contact with, yeah, he meets this snake thing. Yeah, the Anacondin. Morley. Morley, who is my most hated character in the Clone Wars. More than really? Zero the Hutt. What? You know what's hilarious? For they real? They based this character off of someone that actually worked on the show. What? I never want to meet that guy. <laughs> you, for real? This yeah. is... 100%. More than zero. A hundred percent. Really? Yeah. I am. I am it's shocked. His voice. It's his voice. I can't. I can't do it. Really? Yep. I'm just gonna keep saying really. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's bad. You All know right. what's funny is they told this story. I always watch the featurettes, guys. Obviously, um, mm-hmm. and someone told a story of uh, Clancy Brown, who is the voice of Savage. Savage. Yep, he brought his little son. I don't know the son's name. I don't know how old he is, but I'm guessing maybe elementary school age. He brought his kid to Lucasfilm to like show him around, give him like a little tour. And I guess (laughs) 
the kid was really, really into the Clone Wars and was just like loving the tour and talking about all kinds of Clone Wars stuff with Dave Filoni on it, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of the tour, when he's leaving the building, he just turns around to Dave and says, the snake was dumb. And then just leaves. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> so uh, the snake was or maybe he said the snake was lame. Something like that. They told they told the story. You can find the video on YouTube. Oh um, my god. But I, I feel you, kid. I don't know your name, but I feel <laughs> you. <laughs> I like Morley. He's weird and creepy. Yeah, and I hate snakes. And he oh wow. <laughs> How do you really feel? Uh yeah, I and so Savage you know, lands on Lothal Minor, a.k.a. Trash Planet. Mm-hmm. And uh, Morley's like, you need a little help? I can kind of help you out. Mm-hmm. And then he betrays him. And we find Spider-Mall. Yep. And that's... Yep. I mean, it's, it, it cuts pretty crazy. briefly after that. It's just Maul going insane. He's got a spider butt, talking to himself. He's just true. raging with anger. It's true, and he um, and there's like a really creepy moment as well. You, you know what this reminded me? <gasps> you know what this just reminded me of, and it makes a lot of sense now. What this is like? So, Dave is a massive, massive, massive Lord of the Rings fan, mm-hmm. and this reminds me of Shelob, the giant spider in Lord of the Rings, Ew, and yeah. and 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 Morley is basically Gollum, because oh, God. Gollum leads. Sam and Frodo into Shelob's club and is like, hey, she's going to eat you and then I get the leftovers, which is what Morley says to Savage when he gets down there. I wonder <gasps> if they did it on purpose. I bet they did. This is breaking Brian thoughts because I, I like just this. thought of this. <laughs> I adore Lord of the Rings, so I'm way into this. <gasps> That'd be cool. My thing is that. like, what, did, what does she mean? Like, So he says he's down there for leftovers. Like, is Maul eating people, or is he just like killing them and then leaving the bodies there, and that's what Morley eats? I don't uh, know if I want to know the answer to that question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Not sure. I'm, I mean, Safaj does uh, kill Morley with his hands. Yeah. So, so that's a thing. Yep, he does, and that's great. And I like Savaj. Yep, Savage is go. Cool. And then and Ma- we're Maul's moving back. on. Yep. And uh, I well okay I do like this this moment in the end of the episode because uh, Yoda tells Obi Wan that like uh oh yeah uh oh something's happening you know so that's kind of a cool moment yeah it's sad I don't yep. like it Ugh, so much pain comes out of this mm-hmm. Ugh, but thank God but we only have one episode and then we can kind of prepare ourselves for all the pain that's about to come next season. Yeah, for there's real. a lot of pain, guys. Just want to let you know when we talk about season five, it's gonna be a downer. Yeah, it's true, like normal. Gonna be a downer. Yep. But the season finale of the season uh, is the episode mm-hmm. called Revenge. Yep. And this is where this is where Maul really comes back, like for real. We saw him in the last episode, but now he is kicking back. Butt. back. Taking names, got new legs. So got new legs. So, um, Savage Opress takes Darth Maul back to Dathomir, which they meet up with Mother Talzin again, and she does this crazy magic witchcrafty stuff to make him new legs that are cybernetic, obviously, but they're more like 
people legs, legs and not spider legs. Um, yeah. And now that he's back to full health, he's thinking a little more clearly, but not really. He decides to set his sights on the one and only Obi-Wan Kenobi who cut him in half and ruined his life and left him for dead. And yep. Yep. As you do. Go. I agree. So um, they end up going Maul, Darth Maul and Savage Press go to this village on the planet called Radonia. Um, mm-hmm. And they send a hologram to the Jedi Temple saying, come at me, bro. <laughs> Which is psycho. And they just kill Why everyone. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. It's insane. So yeah. <laughs> Obi-Wan actually goes there. Alone. alone. By himself. Alone. It's so nuts. Um, he goes there alone and is like taken down by them. But then Ventress ends up showing up at the planet and she hitches a ride and she kind of ends up teaming up with Obi-Wan, which is she nuts does. because they it's were mortal cool. enemies at the beginning of the show. It's so it's cool. Nuts. It is nuts. Um, and they end up escaping and going. They like leave Maul and Savage. Yep. Um, and then Maul is just like, fed with so much anger that he's finally going to get his revenge on Obi-Wan. And and that's pretty much it. I mean, not a ton happens in that episode. It's just like a lot of buildup. Oh, man. I like it. I just love that Obi-Wan and Ventress team up, though. I love them. You see Obi-Wan use a red lightsaber. Oh, yeah. That's pretty nuts because Ventress gives him one of hers. Yeah. You ship them. I said that really quietly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I support it. I support it. I Not like Obi-Wan. Like romantically, kinda. I think. I think I've talked about this before. I don't know. I just, I like seeing them fight with each other. Yeah, like I agree. on the same team. I agree. Well, that's on, a, like, uh, talking about Dark Disciple. Like, <laughs> Obi-Wan and Ventress are always flirting back and forth, oh and my it's God, that's delightful. So amazing. <laughs> <laughs> There's a part where uh, they give Quinlan Voss the job to go undercover and find Ventress, and Obi-Wan is like, watch out for her. She's spicy. Like, he's, <laughs> so he's, he's great. Oh, he I is great. It. I love it. Yeah, I like, I, like, I like this episode. I think it's cool. I like it, too. The setup with it. Uh, you know, Maul's back, and he's, like, handling business. And, well, uh, sheesh. And I think it's the perfect ending to a season because it's almost a cliffhanger. You know, they give you a little bit, but they don't give you too much, yep. which leads, you know, it sets up season five to just be insane. And it is. Yep. <laughs> and it is. And we're going to talk about that next time. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. I'm not ready. I know. <laughs> this is just the beginning. Of the end. <laughs> of the end. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Okay. Yeah. So I that's know. season four. I love yeah. this season. It's so Season solid. four is great. I agree. I mean, we had some weird stuff going on in the beginning. That's true. With uh, Orphney and the Nomad droids and Gulliver's yeah. Travels or whatever it's called. But, um, yeah. you know, the, the Mon Cala episodes were solid. The yep. Slaves of the Republic arc was solid. Everything with Ventress was solid. We got... So much Cad Bane, my heart is thrilled. <laughs> That's true. And we then did. you know, Savage and Maul. I, I really can't complain about the season. There was a little bit of silliness going on in the beginning, but it wasn't wasn't bad. I agree. It was a thing, but whatever. I agree. Solid. 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 Solid episode. What would you rate this End season? What would you rate this uh, season out of like ten? Uh, 
I don't know. I'm so bad at I don't rate anything. I can just judge by like. Okay, I would rate it uh, a very good. (laughs) No, out of ten. I don't know. Uh, Okay, so ten. An eight. Okay, so one being the worst thing I've ever seen and 10 being the best thing I've ever seen. I would rate this season as a whole a seven and a half because I like to be controversial. That's fair. Yeah. I appreciate that deduction of a half a point considering losses in this season. Yeah, and this is the Dorky Diva Show. We can't agree. Right. It's in the rider. True that. True that. The streets. (laughs) Street smarts. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's season four. Um, yeah. We'll be back next time. We'll probably split up season five into two episodes as well because. For our health. It's just so much sadness to deal with. And I can't talk about it all at once or I'll cry. Yeah. Um, but we're really excited to come back next time. I, I, I think we might have a special guest. Oh. We'll have to see. Brian doesn't know about this. <laughs> I don't. This is news to me. Yeah. We might have a special guest. We'll see. Uh, it depends true. on scheduling. Yeah. But, um, Brian, where can people find you online? You can find me online uh, at Jedi Brian everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Check out the interesting podcast on iTunes. It's got some good stuff going on over there. Uh, a lot of really cool episodes in the bank that should be up soon. Check out uh, The Hype Show. That is uh, patreon.com slash Jedi Brian, I believe. If you want to hear if you want to hear Savannah talk about Kathleen Kennedy for two and a half hours, uh, that's I got you, man. (laughs) I still think about that every day. (laughs) It's so good. Uh, So there's that at Patreon.com/slash/JediBrian and the interesting podcast. Look up Brian Balance on iTunes. You'll see a cabbage with headphones. Uh, It's not a green brain. (laughs) It is not a green brain. Um, Yeah. So that's there's. I think I said everything. Right. Yeah. 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 You can find yep. me on uh, social media at the Dorky Diva. My website is thedorkydiva.com. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can just message either of us on Twitter or you can email us at dorkydivashow at gmail.com. We'd be happy to answer any of your questions on the air. Hopefully, Gabby, hopefully we gave you some good advice at the beginning of this yeah. episode. I love that question. Um, so if anybody ever has questions like that, send them our way. We would be so thrilled to talk about it on the show. Um, if you want to support us on Patreon, you can do that at patreon.com slash the dorky diva. What is Patreon? It is a thing that you pay for, but you get stuff from it. So yeah. if you support us on Patreon, not only do you get all of our content early, I always put our podcasts up there a day early before I release them on iTunes. Um, and depending on what tier you subscribe to, you might get access to our weekly Darth Vader comic book series where we're discussing new issues of the Darth Vader comic book series. We had a special guest on last week. It was so much fun. Um, some of you might get some cool swag if you subscribe to a certain, uh, you know, Patreon level over there. But if you want to do that, check it out. And we want to thank all of our amazing current patrons over there. Those people are Anthony, Ben, Brandon, Brian, Chris, Daz, Daryl, Jen Marie, Jim, Kristen, Michael, Samir, Cherie, Sherry, and Tom. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Thanks. Before this show, we were actually uh, talking about some celebration swag. And yep. even if you're not going to celebration, if you support us on Patreon, you're getting some of our celebration swag because we just love you so much. Yeah. So that's another cool perk. Um, but yeah. 
I think yeah. that's it. This was such a fun time, and we'll be back in two weeks to discuss the first half of season five of The Clone Wars. And yeah. Until then, may the Force be with you. May the Force be with you. <laughs>